We're here to celebrate Christmas, the birth of video games. <laughs> that should be the intro. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our <laughs> podcast. I'm Chris, joined by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. We are back in the room to talk more about video games. And for this Christmas special of our podcast, we're going to be looking back on our fondest Christmas gaming uh, memories. So that is to say, these might not be our favorite games of all time, but that we had a really good time at Christmas with either these games or these consoles or whatever it is that we bring up uh, during this entire episode. And we're just going to look back fondly on some Christmas memories of gaming as gamers. Did that all make sense? I think it did. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you can join in on this discussion by jumping into the comments and letting us know what your uh, fond gaming memories are at Christmas time. If there's a particular game you like to play, maybe you have a Christmas tradition, something you like to play every Christmas, um, or there could be something that you just remember getting from Santi one year, and it was just like the best Christmas ever. Like, oh my God, I can't believe it's a Nintendo DS 3D. Um, <laughs> While you get possessed by the devil itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the D in 3D stands for, you know, that's three devils. Um, <laughs> So if you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to jump into the comments and join the discussion. Whereas if you're listening to us on audio platforms, uh, you can touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take. Let us know what your fond gaming memories at Christmas time are or any other uh, Christmas traditions you'd like to share. Why not? Um, Maybe we'll start with a little Christmas tradition each before we get into games, if there's one that we have. Um, But yeah, without further ado, let's talk. Christmas gaming memories. Okay, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk Christmas. Uh, just before we talk about games, actually, just for the crack, do do either of you have like something that you do every single Christmas? Even yeah, give out about going to mass. Eric, you give out about going to mass every. This is the first year you won't get to. I know it's great. This is my <laughs> fondest Christmas memory. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas yet to come. <laughs> um. Okay. Any positive traditions? <laughs> Every Christmas, bringing Call of Duty up to the altar to be blessed. So that way, when I'm uh, I'm killing or pawning those people online, it's in the name of Jesus. Uh, this isn't why I wanted this to go at all. There's no way you're going to get a serious reaction out of this. No, of course not. No, no, no. no. Remember, Christmas is all about the birthday of Santa Claus. There he is on a can of Coke. Good man, Santa. Um, so genuinely, does anyone have any Christmas traditions that they do every year? Uh, yeah, you get up and you open the presents. No, wait, wait there's no wait, no, sorry, there's get up, there's get up, and there's wait for everyone else because for some reason that oh, was indoctrinated right. into us from an early age that so we have to wait for everybody. So I have yeah. to sit there and go. Like, why is no one else getting up? It's fucking four o'clock in the morning. They should be up. Mm. Why did you get up so early? That's what I want to know. 
No, I can't sleep. I never even got up. I was just sitting there. <laughs> I was awake all night. I was just I was rocking in front of the chair. We watch the Harry Potter movies every Christmas. Not Christmas Day. Like on Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, I mean, is that the I, moment I where yeah. you don't need a Christmas Day. Oh, so oh. Christmas oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there any tradition to do it? Yeah, yeah we're, we're um, mine. I suppose. I always tried to sneak uh, Muppets Christmas Carol in there somewhere. I managed to put it on. Did you know I watched that last night? We uh, we we were putting up our tree <laughs> this year. Um, yeah. I I just put it on in the in the background, I guess. But sure, once the tree is up, then you just have to sit down and watch the rest of it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Michael Caine is a great Scrooge. Yeah, uh, the whole yeah. film is fantastic. It really is a really. Like, I think it is the best Muppets movie. Um, yeah, really I think good. so. Well, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm try, we're trying to get a, a Christmas movie in. Uh, definitely want to watch the first Harry Potter. Um, I don't know. I I kind of get more Christmassy vibes off that one than the other ones. I think. Yeah, I one, do as well. Yeah, I think there's there's a yeah. more, I mean, I think, bigger I think emphasis they put on more emphasis on. Yeah, yeah, because that's when he gets the invisible cloak, isn't it? Yeah, they get presents. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I suppose the reason why it's so important in that one is it's Harry's first time being shown any kind of love. To do it like, you yeah, know, to make a bigger yeah, deal out yeah, of yeah. birthday, to make a bigger deal out of Christmas, to make a bigger deal out of, because at the end of the, in the whole thing, it's like, uh, you know, oh, it's kind of sad that we're all going home now. And he's like, I'm not really going home. And he looks at Hogwarts and the whole thing is he's now found his home. And that's yeah. the, the whole point. For it. So yeah, the first one does have a more Christmassy, homely feeling, I think. And John Williams yeah. as well. It's just, it's like, yeah, everything yeah. sounds like Christmas when it's John Williams, isn't it? Which is why Star Wars often gets watched every Christmas too. I must say, um, absolutely. In particular, the original trilogy. I think, like we do, we do Harry Potter every year, and I'm actually like, you know, I could quote the whole fucking every film now, but um, I I, I kind of don't mind it because there's not a lot of things that during the year Ash really wants to watch or put on or do, and so and I I I just. I like when people are passionate about something. So it's like every Christmas, it's like, yeah, let's do Harry Potter. Let's do it. Let's do your marathon. Let's do it. Um, but I also then, if we have time, I usually do either Star Wars or The Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings is definitely more of a it Christmas film. Up. I think so. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Elves. It's got elves. <laughs> yeah, Buff, Buff, Santa. <laughs> Gandalf is pretty much Santa. Yeah. I mean, they, I'm not they all lie. get I'm They all get lie. gifts. You, you took my you took my joke. What was that, Gandalf? Well, I was because I, if you had asked me, I was gonna go. Oh, I watched the greatest Christmas film ever, Lord of the Rings. Oh, and right. Go on yeah, with yeah. the elves and Santa and yeah, the gifts. <laughs> and to you, Frodo, I give you the light of Oh, badass! It's not even wrapped. <laughs> I get it straight away. Actually, <laughs> you, yeah, you could have wrapped it. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Why why do we wrap presents? So you don't know what it is. Yeah, it's the, end, the surprise, the anticipation. Because I suppose in, in our, you know, like I suppose years, like when when gifts were given, uh, it it was um, you know, they show up at the day and just give you a gift, and that's a nice surprise. Whereas in t I suppose yeah. pe people today, like even when things are wrapped, I think people are less appreciative of things. There's the there's a, like, you almost expect shit, nearly, don't you? Mm. Uh, yeah maybe 
even like so why bother go through the effort just give like, the I thing suppose, and go like, right because it's to build love, up that like and it's, it's building up that because there's that expectation of it and it's like this is what you asked for this is what you wanted there is that level of um oh is it actually that you know is it is it what i okay. wanted so it's building up that I, I, surprise you know i i always give something other than what was asked for yeah always are you yeah every none of you are getting what you asked for <laughs> oh excellent should, should i should i go wrap your presents then do you guys want your presents wrapped if fuck yeah what the fuck if it's not wrapped i'll fucking wrap it before i open it <laughs> <laughs> i love i love opening presents even if you know what it is it's just it's nicer isn't it it makes it more yeah i don't know um and plus christmas trees it's like uh, well, it, it's like they um, look better when there's presents on it's it's like opening presents is like when you're watching a game trailer right and and you're yeah. like oh is it that is it this yeah is it the thing oh it's I got the, it? oh my god it is, is it is it, it? Oh, and then the and then it's the title and you go oh, it is that that's what opening a present is that's what it is whereas if it's just like here's that thing you asked for oh thank you yeah i was, I was looking for this thanks yeah, yeah. that's it's that, that it's anticipation yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Right, I'll go. Opening I'll go presents, presents is a game trailer. <laughs> Adam, twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't. Uh, I think Christmas and gaming kind of go hand in hand, really, isn't it? Like, I, I can't recall a single Christmas memory that gaming hasn't been a part of my life in it. You know, um, okay, I, I can. suppose people, <laughs> you can. I can, yeah. yeah have you ever had a Christmas where you haven't gotten anything game related? Yeah. The Lord of the Rings toys. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, like, even You're just before we get into the gaming stuff. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there's That's still a, not there, a video there always, game. Um, yeah, there was always a play element to every Christmas. And Christmas really yeah. is a time to, to relax and to play and to be kind of just like happy that, you know, you, you've done another year of it, whether it was school what? or work or whatever it was. What Christmas you know? were you at? My Christmas was let's go here and there and everywhere. Uh, yeah, but, but I just want to play with my toys. Christmas is a season. It's not one day. Like <laughs> I'm talking about two weeks or something of like, you know, just yeah, yeah. being off and enjoying the time. But um, yeah, I think like before we get into the gaming stuff and some of that is some of my fonder memories, but my fondest memory of Christmas ever was there was one year where, and it was the year of, I believe it was the, it was the fellowship. The fellowship had come out. And I was like obsessed with the Lord of the Rings, right? And I'd gone out and picked out certain toys that that I was like, oh, I'd, I'd love that and that and that, and put them on the list, right? And I got even more than I'd asked for, loads and loads of Lord of the Rings figures. But then what happened was, um, I suppose our parents had been in touch with like the aunts and uncles, because everyone who got me a gift got me another Lord of the Rings toy that was not one of the ones. Pretty much ended up in the entire collection. Yeah, it was amazing. But I, I, I mean, you know, when you're young, you're just kind of going, oh, my God, how did you know? And you're like, oh, I just get, you know, obviously, you know, I remember dad must have talked to everyone. But as a result, yeah, I ended up with this huge collection of Lord of the Rings toys. And then I think the, the movie had come out a bit earlier. And I think we got it on DVD then. I was able to watch the movie again and play with the toys. And it was just like that, that was the, the best Christmas ever. It was just it was amazing. I kind of like when Christmas is themed. 
for me. Yeah. And that'll come up when I, I'm, talk, I'm talking about yeah. some of them. But I kind of like when there's like a, like this Christmas, what it was was like, say if it was Star Wars one year or something. It's like there was a big Star Wars movie on the cinema and I got lots of Star Wars Lego and I'm in a Star Wars mood this Christmas. You know what I mean? And then you go marathon to Star Wars movies. I kind of like that when there's like a, a big theme to it. But anyway, yeah. I'm a nerd. <laughs> uh, in case you haven't noticed, like, <laughs> what episode are we on now? <laughs> 46. So why don't we get into uh, the, uh, the the our fondest gaming memories. Eric, do you want us to come back to you? You're still, you're still contemplating what it could be? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what I got for Christmas. Wow. You're very fucking thankful, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and you, def- you definitely got something game-related nearly every year. Because it's like, oh, yeah, see, that's, that's the issue, right? I know what I got around November and Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah. The problem is they're so close together. Right? My birthday and Christmas are very close because birthday is in November and Christmas is the next month. That it's like, did I, yeah, did I get I the reckon... game Christmas or get a birthday? But hmm. I reckon if you get it for your birthday, there's a good chance depending on what game it is, but there's a good chance you're probably still playing it around the Christmas season. Yeah, I've been doing like my fifth playthrough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 500, um, racking up those 500 hours like. <laughs> Adam, do you want us to come to you? Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I, Adam, if you could really talk difficult. for like the next hour and then me and Oh, oh easily. Easily. End. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here's my life. <laughs> my earliest christmas gaming memory um was the getting the playstation 2 um and i got it with uh and i i believe like we 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 just moved into like we used to live in the countryside we moved into town it was our first christmas in town and it i i had absolutely no idea that that's what i was getting it's not exactly I, i didn't ask for it so to get it was just what the fuck like unbelievable and i got it with well firstly i got it with the memory card so kudos to mom and dad for fucking knowing that you need a memory card to play yeah, the games because yeah. i remember when i got the ps1 that, that was for a birthday and i never had a memory card i had to go get that one myself and uh so it was like a good year without a memory card uh, <laughs> but with the ps2 got a memory card uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 came with it. Time wow. Crisis 2. And the G-Con. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I had such fond memories of playing Time Crisis 1 on uh, my friend's PS1 with the G-Con. And, uh, like, I always, like, that to me was just the, the game I always wanted was, like, Time Crisis and Metal Gear Solid. And to get the sequels on the PS2, like, what the, f- like... Fucking hell! Yeah. What a Christmas! That was an amazing Christmas. I I, just, I, I love... really couldn't believe it. That was like an uh, like a, honest to God, open it up, didn't have a clue, just shocked. And then you're constantly taking shit out. You're like, and this, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just this don't expect it. Wrapped. <laughs> this is why they're wrapped. Um, I I fucking love Time Crisis too. Yeah, I love Metal Gear Solid too as well. Of course, we but we yeah. we gave that a whole episode. We yeah. talked about it in great detail, but. 
Time Crisis 2 played it over and over again. It was like playing your own little James Bond fucking adventure, like, you know, like just fighting henchmen on trains or on boat chases. And the guy at the end with the laser satellite looked just like Elliot Carver from Tomorrow Never Dies anyway. Yeah. You know, it was literally like playing a James Bond adventure. It was I think so arcade games fun. like that are like really great to get at Christmas too because everyone can kind of have a go. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it can yeah, be a, a very social uh, activity. Whereas MGS2, like, no one's going to sit with you and watch that, like. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, like, so it's like, so, like, like in a way, that's, like, the perfect Christmas gift when you think about it, right? So you get a new console and two fantastic games to play on. One of them is the perfect one to play on Christmas Day. It's short and sweet. Two people can play. Anyone can give it a go. Uh, you know, there's not much. You don't have to pay attention all that much. It's just a bit of fun and shooting and, and getting immersed in it. And if you have to go get your dinner, it's fine because you're not in the middle of anything. Mm -hmm. But then... The like week, the two weeks that follow, or the week and a half that follows, whatever way it falls, of being off before you have to go back to school, you've got this amazing story adventure in MGS2 to play. Like, what a you know, that's a fantastic kudos to Santi. That's <laughs> fantastic. That was a good gift. That was a good gift. Yeah. I can keep going if you want. Do yeah, fucking bring um, bring us down memory lane here. The, the next, like, really fond memory is obviously not, it's not as big as that, but it's it's the year that The Return of the King came out. Um, oh. And, man, I, like, I saw that, like, five times in the cinema. And, tr like, I think two of those times, I had to sit on the floor. Right, this is back when there was no allocating of seats. It's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, go on in. Yeah. I'm and, actually surprised they were allowed to sell tickets when they had no seats. I know, <laughs> like, people were standing for that whole thing. But I was, like, sitting in the aisle, like, uh... <laughs> just on the floor watching like three hours of the return of the king um probably explains a lot of back issues now actually <laughs> but um the like at that christmas then i got um return of the king on on ps2 and i i remember just going like because i always went wondered like how did i have time to fucking you know because we did have to we did have that tradition like we went to mass and um there's visits and stuff like that as well family visits yeah, and yeah. then dinner was actually quite early in the day and, and things like that because there's like a lot of food to get through and i was like how did i have time to play return of the king i must have got up like really fucking early to play this but i remember just like sitting in my bedroom like the whole morning just playing this and people like guests were coming in and generally like i i, I love get having I'm in family visits and i love spending time with them and stuff like that this is the first time ever where i'm just like Hey, and I'm just like I'm like glued <laughs> to that screen. Like I just couldn't stop playing it. Like, and I just I, I it was such a great uh, a great time. And it's much like your own. It's like having, you know, when you're really into something and like yeah. Return of the King. I don't know if it's a good game. I can't really remember, but I loved it at the time because of it its is. connection with the film. Like I, it, it is. Just had a really... it's the class, man. I met, I, I, I think it's I think Two Towers was a better game. Thinking back, but. I, had I preferred a, had a Return good of the King. Did you? Weirdo. I think what, what people liked so much about the Two Terrors game, because I remember that discussion at the time, and I think it was... Um, Elm's Deep, man. There was, there was so much of the Fellowship and the Two Terrors in one mm. game. So it was like two games, in a way. Even though I know like in Return of the King, when you play it, you do get uh, a bit of Helm's Deep at the start of it, and you get yeah. the chase through the forest, right? You get those two yeah. little bits. So it's like a little bit of an epilogue from the Two Terrors. Um... But no, the Return of the King was, was a fantastic game. Like the way it inspired, you had three different stories happening, and you could pick different characters in each story. And 
the, the locations you went to. It was fucking badass. It was amazing. Amazing. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, good times. The 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 Christmas where we got the PlayStation Three. Like that really. Oh man, that changed everything, didn't it? Like I think that's when we got like yeah. really into games. And uh, I think we we got Assassin's Creed with it. And that was uh, that was an exciting Christmas because I actually knew that we were getting it early, uh, because um, I think the packaging, the wrapping paper that they used wasn't great, so you could actually see, like the, you could see Assassin's Creed the logo coming up through the wrapping paper, and that oh, was right. that was yeah, a gift. I remember that you were you were showing me. Yeah, yeah, that, that was the gift. Yeah. That, I think that was a gift from from mom and dad and the ps3 i guess was like another surprise the surprise gift that we weren't supposed to get kind of thing um so that yeah, wasn't yeah. that wasn't under the tree all that time but the game was so knowing that we were sure going to get hopes, that you can do a deduction there yeah, yeah. but knowing <laughs> that we were going to get it like that was like and i couldn't believe it either because like no one really could get it it's almost like now when people are struggling to try to get a ps5 and series x uh, the PS3 mm-hmm. was a lot like that as well. It, it was very, very difficult to get a PlayStation 3. And it was very expensive too. Um, so that was a split present. All three of us got that. It was it was the console between the three of us. Yeah. Um, mm. But that was like such a good gift. An incredible gift. And fair play again to the parents for, for managing and to I, I, But I think as down. well, the thing about the PlayStation 3 was... You know, regardless of what games came with it, because like I would, I I would say like what came with the PS2 was more exciting than the Time Crisis 2 and Metal Gear Solid 2 is more exciting than Assassin's Creed in my opinion. But PS3 was like no console jump has been as big, mm-hmm. in my opinion, than the PS3 to the PS2, because mm-hmm. the PS3, like you know, the other they they have jumped obviously in terms of like uh, loading capabilities and, and cooling and memory and all this kind of stuff, but the PS3 was the first time it could do so many other things other than play a game. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot to the, so jump just around turning with. it on was fucking exciting. And like, oh, we're going to have our own little accounts with our own pictures and you scroll across and, and, you and Blu-ray as well. Like, Blu-ray, Blu- as well. Blu-ray movies, like that was an additional thing to buy along with games that to be blown away with. Like, as I remember the first time seeing the PS3 was uh, at my friend Brian's house. And the first thing he showed us actually was not a game. It was Casino Royale on Blu-ray. And we were fucking like, wow, this is incredible. This looks unbelievable. So there was the addition of getting yeah, this films looks as well. almost like real life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Great and movie. actually, you know, I, I don't think films really have like I have four I have four K Blu-ray films and they're they're not again it this the jump is not as substantial as what Blu-ray as big, was to DVD. Yeah. Um yeah, so there was a lot, lot of enjoy. I really liked Assassin's Creed One. I loved playing it. I loved the uh, the setting of it. It's it's probably my favorite Assassin's Creed. Um, I would love if they had a stuck to that kind of formula <laughs> instead of becoming GTA. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a that what a Christmas that was. Um, and then the last one that really st- stood out to me was quite a recent one actually, and. Got it. It was when I got the the VR PS VR, um, mm-hmm. because that was definitely such a surprise. Uh, 
that's another console. I, I, I'll call it a platform because it's, it's a bit more than an accessory, really. Um, that was impossible to get. Like People really seem to go out of their way to get you shit, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I've been blessed. Really been blessed. Um, but it was uh, when Peggy was over in the US, she was um, uh, celebrating Thanksgiving with a, with a friend over there. And she just kind of like went to different game stores just to see if she could pick one up. And there was one GameStop that managed to have one in the back of the store. And there was just one left. And uh, she managed to get that. And even like trying to go through security to bring it home. It was so new that no one knew what the fuck it was. But security wouldn't let her bring it onto the plane. Because it's this big fucking yoke with loads of cables and shit. They were like, what the hell is this? You know? She literally had to open it up. Like actually open it up and take everything out. And explain to them and look at show her show it online and stuff like this is what it is you have to let me take it uh on board uh eventually yeah but then she's there like like you know struggling to try to get it all back into the package and if anyone's opened up the vr before it's it's a lot of compartments it's a lot of pieces that have to try and go back in Um, and of course she's just trying to make it look like it's brand new obviously not been opened kind of a thing uh all while trying to get all her you know luggage and everything yeah. back and so she can catch her flight and all this kind of stuff like yeah airports are stressful enough without be... having to fucking unpack everything <laughs> or trying to explain what the fuck a vr is uh but yeah. like you know it, it was brand new no one had a clue what the, like even when she said it it's just like it's a psvr they were like looking at her going and going what the fuck is that <laughs> you know like but uh <laughs> getting that like Spot actually on opening that up yeah definitely definitely <laughs> Um, but I think I, like the games as well that I got with it. Like it wasn't just the VR. It was so from her brother I got like I think it was uh, Arkham VR, and then from Muse it was Skyrim VR, mm-hmm. and uh, then I think she got me Until Dawn: Rush of Blood. So it's like the actual like not just the system, but I got three fucking amazing games. Probably the best games on on the PSVR as well. Like and and that one I hadn't a clue. You know, like there was and. I kind of expected the PS3, and I expected Return of the King, and they were still really, really great, and I and and I love those gifts. But when you haven't a bull's notion what you're yeah. getting, and yeah. it's something that incredible, like it's just. And to this day, I'm like I'm I'm always hopping into the VR. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. It's but it's a, it's it's the thing where, like, yeah, if you're showing it off, it's a bit like. Or like if you're watching on YouTube, it's like okay, whatever. Or if you're sitting like, because you know, when you're playing it, you can obviously anyone else can see it on TV, mm-hmm. and it doesn't like the graphics are not impressive on TV. No, no. put that thing on though. You're like, oh my god, yeah. what, what? Well, I was gonna like say, it's, um, that's why it's a good, so good Christmas because everyone, everyone got a go of it. It was the GCon yep. time prices experience yeah. again. Everyone yep. like uh, like our aunt. Had a go and she <laughs> that, yeah, that's right. That's right. Even then, um, so I, I, I had a great blast watching our mom do the kitchen demo. Oh, yeah. And, she, and it was like, ah, oh, try this out. You'll love it. It's a kitchen. It's like, oh, great. I got to go into the kitchen. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make the Christmas dinner. Uh, and it was, of course, it was actually a, a demo for Resident Evil. I, I feckin' love when they, they kind of they hide what it really is with a, with a kind of vague title. And so then yeah. she realized she was tied up in a kitchen chair or something, and and year one from <laughs> Resident Evil Seven, 
Like, doesn't it? Her hand comes like from behind you. Yeah. It just covers your face and shit. Like it. Like it's really horrible. Like it's really. She's she's with another guy. The other guy like comes up to help you or something. She was looking around, and then she just looked and saw he was right in front of her. She was like, ah, fuck off. <laughs> 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 but actually i was gonna it say uh, you getting the vr is one of my fondest gaming memories <laughs> I, I say all of all of your all of your gaming memories yeah no but well, like, i guess i guess by like you, i was you know, gonna say metal gear solid 2 yeah okay. do you remember that? that were you that's born that's, that's that's the one i actually remember the clearest was you oh. opening up metal gear solid 2 I remember that because oh. I remember that was like that was actually really really cool. I suppose by proxy, like like whatever I got, like it, it was essentially yeah. oh, yours I, as whatever well. Whatever you got, I cleared first. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just yeah. we, we all lived in the same house, I suppose. It ended up in there. But the other thing, I suppose, is um, like so there was a time, especially at the you're talking about your solid two time, right? Yeah. Um, like Eric would have been at an age. Where he was finished school earlier than us. That's true. Yeah. And that's a factor. He gets home quicker. Straight onto the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. He Homer took for us. First yeah. if you're home first. But um, I no, what I was going to say about the, the VR. Um, I don't mean like, yeah, watching you get it was awesome. But I, I, I mean experiencing it myself <laughs> is one of my fondest. Because uh, you didn't know ever. either? Or you didn't know? I knew you were getting it. Because otherwise we wouldn't have bought you anything in VR. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I really, I have always been very um, skeptical, skeptical and critical about when they release something other than just a controller that you can hold in your hand, right? And I have to say okay. that like, this year the the Dual Sense has blown my fucking mind, right? Um, but like it was same as like when they released the iToy. toy, I was like, yeah, it's yeah. fun and all, but I don't see it. I don't see it replacing the controller. I don't see this as a future gaming. Same when they released the um, the Move. I was like, yeah, it's a little bit of fun. It's not better than the controller. So I don't mm. see it replacing it. So I was always a bit like that. It's like you get one fun experience with it, but I just don't see the longevity of it. VR, again, I was skeptical. I was like, yeah, there'll be one or two little fun little games, and that'll be the end of it. That, that was the one that, when I tried it, though, blew my mind. It was immersive in a way that I, I just didn't realize at all. And... It's not going to replace the controller, but it's a totally different thing to the controller. And it is going to live on, and it is going to develop, and it is going to be the future of gaming at some point. But playing Arkham VR... Oh my god. <laughs> Looking at a mirror <laughs> in Arkham VR and seeing my face was Batman <laughs> and being able to turn and go holy shit I'm Batman and look down and see my abs <laughs> as Batman blew my mind the rest of the game was fine like, but just that initial response to actually putting on ex- the cowl experiencing it yeah was yeah. phenomenal and I think the other one not to the same extent, but there was like a Star Wars one, which oh, I believe yes. that new Squadrons game has been pretty much, it's like, oh, this should be a full game. And I think it pretty much led to that. But sitting in an X-Wing and and just looking around at the controls and the buttons are going, oh my God. Like, and if I look behind me, all I could see is like my droid and space beyond. And it's like, there's no 
borders. Like, you know, there's there's no point where if you look, you're out of the game. It's just you're actually mm. in the X-Wing. And then going into light speed and seeing all the blasters and the sound effects around you and stuff. I was like, this is incredible. Like, this is this is like that Disney ride, but in your living room. This is insane. <laughs> so I have to say, the, using the VR is, is another very, is a very fond Christmas memory of mine. Like, that, it blew my mind. Um, I won't go into the other ones just yet. Eric, is okay. MGS2 all you got? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Is MGS2 all you got? <laughs> like, I have no fun. I, just, is... I can't, I can't remember. Well, for fuck's sake, I thought, I, I, as growing up, no, I, I, unlike Adam, I did not enjoy our family coming over. All right. <laughs> I didn't enjoy Jesus. leaving the house. <laughs> I, 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 I love all that on Christmas Day. I think it's great. I don't I don't mind seeing the family, just not on Christmas Day. <laughs> right? It's like the one day you're supposed to see family. <laughs> I, I, I was young. I got my present. I was super excited about my presents. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to play the presents. And then it's okay. Get ready now. Have the shower. Get dressed. We got to leave. And I'm like, huh? But, huh? But I just, what? But I want to. Uh, that's the, that was my reaction literally every Christmas, <laughs> or at least that was what was in my head. Um. So yeah, like, but fairness, Adam got really cool shit. He got fucking VR. Well, I think what the next next Christmas, I think the Christmas after that, you got the um, what was it called? Beat Saber. The Christmas after that for VR? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I just, I think I just bought it. Well, but I did. Way. I, 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 I brought fun. over the VR, uh, yeah. that Christmas so that we could all, we could all play Beat Saber because, yes, yeah, like that's the great thing about the VR is that, um, and even like PlayLink games and things like that, like it's not too difficult to. There's not much of an onboarding. Like you don't, you don't. It's not too difficult to get into it. And everyone can have a go of it, and uh, it's it's easy, right? It's easy to do. Um, so I, I brought it over so that everyone could play it, uh, you know, because I I think that's that's the strength of VR is that although it's it seems like such an isolated experience, it's actually a very social one. Yeah, yeah. You know, just watching someone play it is is fun. And to be honest, I think VR is at its base in in kind of quick succession and quick bursts like, oh, like definitely. I, I would yeah, not yeah, recommend yeah. playing it for hours and hours on end like it oh, really God, is no. good for those short experiences um i very just got astrobot astrobot rescue mission on it oh that's yeah it's incredible is it yeah and that's very short as well um yeah. it's astro's playroom essentially you're going around saving saving robots and uh it's like it's really weird. It's almost like it's a little playset around you, uh, and you're looking down at the little little Astro, and he's running around. And sometimes there's platforms behind you, so you have to actually turn your head and look, and look and still control them. Like it's it's really really weird. He's like a little it's like a little toy in your playroom, in in, in like your living room or something like that. And this is the playset is the environment, and you're just looking around it. Like he's he's down below you and stuff like that. It's it's really, really oh. interesting. Very fun game. But it plays a lot like the, um, the Astrobot was the Playroom one. So wow. There's a, there's a game 
that we all would have played one Christmas. Right? I don't want to spend too long on it, but I'm trying to refresh Eric's memory here. And it's a game that we've talked about way too much (laughs) on this podcast. And it was got for Eric's birthday. And that Christmas, we were definitely still playing the shit out of it. Because it's a very Yeah, long... but I got that for my birthday. Doesn't it's a Christmas memory. Your birthday is pretty much Christmas. Your birthday is the start <laughs> of the Christmas season. I am. Your birthday no, ends, the Christmas tree goes up. <laughs> joking. But, no, I, I just, I'd like to bring that up because it is another crazy story where it's like, how the fuck did you get it? Do you want to walk yeah. through it? I've, I've well, considering we've brought this game up more times than we've eating food um i definitely would have said the story was the fact that i think i was in school all right i think it was i think my birthday was on a tuesday that year so i was i was in school on monday and i was like oh my god one more day one more day and i'll get it right oh no yeah no sorry because my birthday was on tuesday yeah so it was my birthday it was tuesday and it was i was getting a wednesday no i was getting it did not wednesday Wednesday, something like that. It was during the week, and I was in school, <laughs> and I was coming out during the school week. So I was like, "One more day, and I'll get it." And I was in school with birthday. It's Skyrim, Obviously, by the way. Just, just yeah, in case anyone hasn't worked that out. <laughs> it is Skyrim. Obviously, it's shit because I'm in school on my birthday. But I was like, "Grand, right?" But one more day, it's grand. I'll do it. I get through it. Got home. Adam, I think, was sitting in the kitchen, looking slightly like. I was like, what's wrong with him? He looks like he got ants in his pants or something. And so your mom was like, I was like, I was like going to go off and put my bag upstairs. So my mom was like, no, 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 come on into the kitchen now. And I'm like, okay, sure. So I walked into the kitchen and on the counter was this huge box. And I was like, holy shit, that is so much bigger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and the opening, I think it was wrapped as well. So I opened it and then there it was, it was Skyrim, the big collector's edition, which in fairness, Nearly makes every other collector's edition pale in comparison. It's the because, coolest collector's edition I've ever seen. Yeah, because for you open its price, it. for its price as well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's there are some really really great collector's editions uh, that are equivalent to it. Yeah, but they're almost three times the price of it. Yeah, but that yeah. was what's incredible about Skyrim collector's edition. It was actually affordable. Because <laughs> didn't one of the Call of Duty gun one of the Call of Duty games come like a working like night vision goggles or something like that. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah they they also right. came with like I think there was like an RC car as well. Like there's a lot of great collector's editions, but they're just extortionate in the price of them. You yeah. know? So I came like it came in a really Skyrim came like a really nice sleeve box as well with a beautifully well crafted map. Like, it was proper map material. It wasn't just the paper crap that you usually get. Uh, with then the, the game, the the maker, the, the making of the game, uh, a leather-bound back book of all the artwork from the, yeah. the armor to the creatures to the weapons to the races. To it's the... the most detailed game art book I've ever seen. That's what yeah. Like, and then on top of that, Alduin on top of a dragon wall as well. So that was amazing. Yeah. Oh, that was my birthday. That doesn't count. But yeah, but we were playing it at Christmas, though. I wonder ah, what yeah, did come out that Christmas. Who played that? 2011? 
Yeah, I'm still playing it. Sure, like in Scar- yeah, we're Scar- still VR. playing it out. 2011. Yeah, I'm still at it. Like it was the year 2011. Yeah, I tried. I'm playing. But what's crazy to me is mods. how the fuck did you get it? It was like it. was the yeah, but it was the day before it was officially released. Like it wasn't out yet. Oh, it was ordered through GameStop and uh, delivered early to uh, us getting Final Seven remake. Yeah, it was. It was just delivered a day early. Isn't that amazing though? Like, like that's so lucky. Yeah. Because they're delivering it to be for the day of kind of thing. Yeah. That that was the idea, but it came a day early. I the, suppose uh, that's all to do with the courier. Courier didn't have a clue. <laughs> no, no. The um, there was a there was a, a theory. That's, that's my that's my number. Like that's one of that's up there as one of my biggest brags. Yeah. I, like ah yeah, I got Skyrim day early. And it annoyed people. People were like really jealous of that. The fond memory. There was a theory amongst uh, my friends group, certainly, and I believe probably amongst your friends group as well, Adam. Maybe amongst your friends group, Eric, yeah. that our dad wasn't really a baker. That was just a front, and that he was actually in the mafia because he just <laughs> was always able to manage to get us like amazing things, <laughs> and like really early or like like that it wasn't available or something. It was always like, how the fuck did you just get that? <laughs> I assure yeah. you, yesterday he, he went off to see a man about a dog, as he puts it, and mom kept asking where he was going, and he just, he wouldn't say, he's like, I'm just, I'm heading out, he's like, and he's like, where are you going, and I was like, are you, do you know where you're going when you head out, and she was like, no, I was like, well there, I'm just heading out, this, <laughs> is, why, like, oh, this is why everyone thinks he's in the mafia, <laughs> I'd use it phrases like that, about see a man about a dog like that, <laughs> <laughs> So, but I always find that funny because it was like, oh, guys, I'll never guess what I got. You like, tell them about it. And then they're like, yeah, your dad's definitely in the mafia. It's like, no, he's not. Oh, I was like, yeah, he's sure. in the mafia. When, <laughs> when, you were, when you were into music, nearly, I think, every Christmas, it was like, oh, here's another guitar or here's another bass or something. Yeah, it's yeah, just like, like, there's only 100 of these in the world. No, but they were, they were, yeah, they were dads. They weren't ours. Like, it's just kind of, again, well, the, 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 the Washburn house. The Washburn. The Washburn, that was my birthday present, though. That wasn't, uh, yeah, and that was, uh, <laughs> we went up to get that. That wasn't, uh, like, like I knew we were going for that. But that, yeah, that was, uh, that was a good find. That was a really good find. And that was both mom and dad. I think mom was pushing it more than dad was, actually, about getting it for me for my birthday. Uh, maybe she's just quieter about it. And, uh, no, no, she said it to me. She's like, We'll buy this for you now, but it'll be for your birthday. I think it was just before my birthday. Not like I mean, because it was a Dimebag Daryl signature Washburn. They don't come regularly. They're incredibly fucking rare. And that was at the height of like the Dean Dimes being like really, really popu- popular. Yeah. And this was way better than the Dean. You know, like the Deans were like, yes, they 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 looked the part, and the the pickups in them are pretty damn good, but the build quality of them were shite like the material the actual wood being used in comparison to the washburn not as fucking good so it was uh it was a really really good find uh, like i still have it i'm never getting fucking rid of it because they are impossible to hunt down yeah yeah but it's just like like okay i was i've been trying for a long time to get my own copy of the lord of the rings extended editions on dvd right um yeah. Like, yeah, you can get them on Blu-ray and all, but I, the packaging on the DVD versions is so much nicer because they're like books and they open out and 
obviously the extended editions is the way to watch those movies and the special features are the best special features ever and i'd been looking to get them for so long and i couldn't find them anywhere that wasn't extortionate prices right for for a pre-owned one as well dad gives me a lift home one day this is up for you Uh, what's this what the fuck it's the extended edition on dvd never opened in its packaging brand new i'm like where did you get this he's like i couldn't tell you that (laughs) how much did you pay for this and he went you honestly wouldn't believe me if i told you which means he probably didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm joking. I, do, I think he, he loves. I think he loves hunting for a bargain. That's yeah. what. It oh, is. he does. Doesn't He's matter, on, the, matter what it is. I remember, like, I remember even like uh, mentioned there was the thing that like my mate Corey was looking for, and spent all fucking week looking for shit, and then he would send them to me to send to Corey just to have a look, like, and I was like, okay. <laughs> but it was more kind of a, uh, I suppose it was during the lockdown, so he couldn't actually end up getting it. But um, he does do that though. He just loves when people are looking for something. He's like, leave it with me, and he yeah. just he goes yeah, yeah. bargain hunting. He will, and he he'll find it. He just loves the 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 chase of it. I think, yeah, yeah. um, as opposed to what it actually is. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know that, I know that. But yeah. it's just it is mad. Like, yeah, he'll find anything somewhere. It's, I think his philosophy is someone has it and someone is willing to part with it. If <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you break their legs enough. <laughs> okay. That's not what I was trying to say. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a man, he's a man who paint walls, is a mafia put it. Yeah. He's a man about town, you know. He's a man about the dog. Um, anyway. I do, do you think my, that, out of all of them, though, my, my fa- I do think my favorite Christmas memory is probably the PS2. Mm. Um, just because I genuinely hadn't a clue. Like with the other ones, you, there was like I knew I was getting it, but with the VR, for example, uh, I yes, I didn't know, but it's when I saw the actual box, I was like, there was an element of, is it? You know? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah. It's like, like watching a game trailer. Um, I was, yeah, it was exact. It was exactly that. Whereas the PS2, there was there was none of that. There was just I had absolutely no idea. Yeah. And especially to come with all that stuff, you would never have guessed that either, you know? Yeah. Uh, and how they knew those two games were the ones I really fucking wanted it was was uh, amazing. Curious. I'm yeah. pretty sure Tech Tag Tournament came pretty soon after. Did I get that with it, actually, as well? Well, that was Car- one of the... like. that's launch a launch game. title. Yeah. That was a launch game. Oh. I know I wouldn't have been because I, I, the version I had was platinum. I must have got that later. Yeah, yeah. But mm. what? Yeah. Anyway, um, so I, I have uh, VR is one of my fonder memories. I have two other, um, gaming Christmas memories. Not necessarily like games. One of them is a game that was got for me, and the other one wasn't. It was just one that I decided to pick up and play at Christmas time. Um, and I've possibly told these stories before. But given the episode that it is, uh, I'll bring him up again now in, in greater detail. The um, so I I I tend to love at Christmas time. It's just something about decorations, the vibe in the air, the dark early and all that. Just something about fantasy and sci-fi at at this time of year. 
I find is is what I gravitate towards. You know, at other times of the year, it might be I'm more I want a blockbuster or I want something that's going to like make me really think and critique the human nature and shit. At Christmas time, I don't want that. Like I'm I'm not a Last of Us guy at Christmas time, right? I'm like push that aside for a second and give me some fucking Final Fantasy or something. Give me something yeah. where I'm going to get immersed into a world that's like full of magic and crazy creatures and all this kind of stuff. And like I said, I like to have my Christmases kind of themed. So the year that I got Final Fantasy 15 for Christmas and Kingsglaive was got for me as well, the movie. So I was able to sit and watch the movie and get introduced to this new world, holy shit. And like uh, people would know at this point, Final Fantasy 7, my favorite game of all time, Final Fantasy 10 is up there in my top 10. I love the Final Fantasy franchise. It showed as well when we looked actually back on uh, the most of it, the hours we spent playing a game. I can sink lots of time into Final Fantasies, whereas there's other games, if I played it once, that might be enough. I might be done it. Even if I love it, I might be done it. Final Fantasies are games that I could just, if I enjoy it, I will sink loads of time into it. And Final Fantasy 15 was one of those games that I sank a lot of time into. And it's not even that, again, I, it wouldn't be in like my top 10 greatest games of all time or maybe even my top 20. But yeah. at that time, having lots of time off and just being able to just play it for hours and just get lost in this world of, of awesome magic and huge, the summons were fucking incredible. The music was incredible. And just going on this adventure where I genuinely had no idea what was going to happen. Even though after the fact, if you look back, you could look at it and go, so much of that story is so predictable. Because <laughs> you can tell that they're trying to do things that they're like, okay, what made seven and six so big? <laughs> and yeah. let's try and do the stuff in that. You know, it's like, what's the talking points of six? And what's the talking points of seven? If we put that in this game, will it then be like the next big, amazing Final Fantasy? I don't like it doesn't reach those heights at all. But I just had a great, great time playing it. And I remember playing it through the new year and sharing pictures of um, what I had done that day. And it kind of it encourages you to do that because there's just this formula of wandering the wilds. And then it's like, oh, it's getting dark. We better set up camp because at nighttime, the enemies are like way harder than your level is ready for. So it encourages you to go, let's stop and actually take the time to, to plan this out and be safe. Let's set up camp. And during setting up camp is there's opportunities to talk to your your mates. And the game is really just trying to build a, a relationship between these four guys. But then also you get pictures, which are like little screenshots that were taken during the, your playthrough of that day. And then you can decide which photos you'd like to save. And then it, it'll encourage us like, oh, this is a cool photo. Maybe we should share it. And then you might go, oh, fuck, yeah, I will. They start sharing the photos. And it, it, there was just like this great, by the end of it, you have this huge photo album. And you look back on it, and it's like, even though there were so many things I can nitpick about that game that I, that, that I really dislike, right? Like, so many things. At the end, I was just looking at this photo album going, ah, this was great. I had a great time. <laughs> and so actually, I find it really hard to explain why I had a great time. Because there's so much about it. It's like, on paper, I should hate yeah. it. I really should. Like, it's like, there's voice acting that's really cringy. Um, and there's, like, the huge, huge problems with the narrative. Like the, the plot was a mess and it had to be updated and rewritten after the fact and stuff had to be added in. But I had a blast playing that game. And I really like just opening that and opening the movie on Christmas and being able to get into this cool magic sci-fi world. 
It's fucking awesome. Um, but the other one is probably my fondest Christmas gaming memory. I didn't pick it up Christmas Day. It was... I've, I have said this before. I think our first ever episode of the podcast was where I, I, I talked about this. And I've talked about this game before. Um, but it was my first year of college. Mm. It was the first time I had an extra week because college students get so much time off. <laughs> I had a whole extra week of Christmas holidays, right? So it's, it's this is after Christmas, this is after New Year's, but it's still the Christmas holidays. Everyone else, I I had I hadn't done um, transition year. I moved on, but all my mates did transition year, most of them. So they were all still in sixth year of school, whereas I was in first year of college. So they were all back in school and I had this one extra week off and no one to hang out and nothing really to do. Mom and dad were back in work. Everyone was off doing whatever they were doing. I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And I see this. Eric was big into this Mass Effect thing. Oh, yes. And I tried Mass Effect. Was that that late? Yeah. It was college when you played that? Yeah. So I tried oh, Mass Effect hell. 1 before, and I thought the onboarding was so bad, I couldn't get into it. I was like, even though there's a lot about that game I like, it's just the gameplay itself. Mass Effect 1, yeah. the gameplay itself really holds that game back, because the mm. game is, in concept, is far greater than the gameplay um, that's that's within it. But I said I'd give Mass Effect 2 a go. I don't know why. I don't even know why I decided I'll just put that on. It was sitting there because there's loads of other games I could have played that I knew I loved, and I just got sucked in. And I spent it was the it's the only I I'm actually I have been dying for a week like that again, and I've ne- I haven't had it since a week where every morning I get up, I have my breakfast, and I put on the game, and I play that game all day long until dinner time. And I do that every day for the entire week. And that's all there is. It's just that game. Oh, yeah. And because you just don't get time. Did I get that anymore, Did I get Master 2 that Christmas then? No, I think it had no it. Way. Or you'd had no. it. I just, I just didn't play it. Okay. But that, that was the Christmas. It was that Christmas I decided. Oh, sure, I'll give it a go. I think I was just looking for something to play. I wasn't even like, a, mm. the, there was no plan to spend the week gaming. It was just, ah, sure, I'll try it out and see what it's like. And if I don't like it, I'll That's turn it off. That's always a really happy looking. surprise, I find, when you when you just, yeah. like, put something on. You're just trying it out, but it just sucks you in. And you yeah. have no plans of that happening. But you're like, okay, everything that I was planning to do can fuck off right now. <laughs> I'm going to play this yeah. game. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, there, there are those type of experiences, those, those moments are much more frequent when you're younger, when you're in yeah. school. Yeah. So, kids... They keep telling you games this. now. <laughs> but uh, school is the best years of your life. Not because school is great, or not because you make friends, but because you have time to play video games. <laughs> <laughs> Damn fucking straight. But like that one, it was such a uh, like that one is up there. You know, I hold I hold that one much higher than Final Fantasy Fifteen, for example. Yeah. That game is incredible. Um, it is the best Mass Effect game. Without far. a doubt, yeah. Without a doubt, and. I don't care what anyone says. I like, like Jacob. I don't know why people don't like Jacob. Jacob, Jake, I love fucking Jacob. Which, he's which he's, my, Jake, he's my buddy. Which one's Jacob? 
Jacob he's... is one of the two people you start off with. So you yes, have Miranda, Miranda Rawson and then you have and then Jacob. Have Jacob. He's the other Cerberus operative. They kind of replace <laughs> Ashley and Caden from the first game. They become your two, your start off operatives, right. and then after that you build up your team. So they're both Cerberus operatives. The thing is, Jacob was always like the soldier who kind of is a little bit naive. He kind of believes Cerberus are the good guys and doesn't really see the wrong that they've done. Like he's genuinely like just naive to it. Whereas Miranda kind of knows the Cerberus has lots of dirty secrets and does things kind of on the sly and is okay with it because she's kind of she's willing to cross the line as well to okay. do to do shit. Yeah. But um, a lot of people don't like Jacob. I'm gonna have to look I, this up. I still don't know who the fuck Jacob is. I'll look him up. I really like him as a character. I, I liked him as kind of a sidekick and as a oh, guy. Oh, I remember him now. Yeah, he's at the beginning. Out of it, so I yeah, I like Jacob. <laughs> I like Jacob. If you look up a tier list of Mass Effect 2 characters or Mass Effect characters at all, Jacob tends to be uh, tiered like near the bottom. Is he's he's not a? I suppose he's not. Um... His arc isn't as impactful as others, I think, is it? You see, I thought he had a great arc because he he looked up to his father, right? Yeah. It's the reason he became a soldier. And his father went missing years ago. And there's this great fucking... Well, I think it's great. Maybe other people don't. But there's this loyalty mission. And it just reminds me of something out of, like, Lost mixed with something else. Where I they... think it very much reminds me of uh, Lord of the Flies. Oh, yeah. It's mixed with that, too. And also an yeah. element of, like, some kind of, like, Prometheus-style thing or something like that. Where they find an old signal from his father's ship. Yeah. And he, it's like bothering him because he's like, no, my father's been dead for years. But it, it's his loyalty mission. So you can decide to go do it. And if you go do it, it turns out that they'd crashed on this planet. And he took leadership on the planet. And they like tried to survive there. But like he started like basically turning people into cannibals. Um, and no. like stealing resources stuff do you remember like he's they, he decided he was the yeah no, he kept all the resources that were healthy yeah. for him but he made everyone else eat not themselves he made them eat the the, the plants of that world which were toxic oh, and and it started heads, to right? melt it started to mess with their heads and made them all like essentially simpletons and then i think the, the it made them almost more primitive so the men became violent so he got rid of the men and they kept all the women. Yeah, so, that's so. right. He created this like hierarchical society there for himself. And yeah. it turned out that his, so you find his father who you're trying to save and he's been missing and looking up to all these years. And it turns out his father is this like tyrant on this planet. And like that story is so strong, but that's only a little minor side story that you yeah. don't have to play. And that's the kind of shit that just wrote me in on Mass Effect. It was like everyone had these like really in depth like TV series kind of stories. Fucking mm. awesome. But I, I imagine, like, I, like, like, I, I imagine it's not like people dislike Jacob, right? I imagine it's just it more. So. It's it's the least favorite, maybe. No, I've 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 like, read. Why would anyone like? I just they, as a character, it's not like he's like. I mean, I I I understand that there's a clash whether or not you like Miranda. Like that makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Miranda is like Miranda's such a strong personality. That... Yeah, and it's like you either like like her or dislike her, and that makes sense, but. Jacob doesn't do anything to justify disliking the character. So I imagine... I, think that, it, I, 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 I nearly think that's why people dislike him, though. I nearly think they think he's, like, just such a blank slate that he's boring. I think that's... Yeah. What but it I, might be. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. I always liked him. Yeah, I thought... Like, I, I always saw him and Garrus as my buddies yeah. in that game. So they're my, ah, they're what, my are you, what are you talking about? That? Ah. 
There's just Garrus. Garrus is just the only buddy. Well, Garrus spends too much time calibrating. <laughs> oh, could you imagine at the end of Master <laughs> 3, the amount of guns you have to calibrate? My God. So many. So many. What a game. But yeah, that one, wow. I, I, just, I just had such fond memories of just getting up every day and just like no one in the house and just that. And I, I, I've just, I've been like craving that for so long. I just, I want a game where, and the time to just do that again. I I'll think never... I, <laughs> I, I got you to wait with the end so that I could be there for, with you at the end of the game of Mass Effect 2. That was the other thing. If you're playing blindly, I was, I remember playing that game and like not knowing that any of the little like changes that you make to your ship or any of those little changes would in any way affect the outcome, right? And I suppose mm. like other people might have gone in kind of knowing or having heard the reviews or that, like depending yeah. on the decisions you make will determine who lives and who dies. I didn't really have that at all. And so I kind of, in terms of that stuff, I sped through the game. I did all the side stuff, but I didn't really like upgrade the ship or upgrade like yeah. people's armor, that kind of fucking shit. And I just got on with it. And then when it came to the end, the ending was devastating for me. So many I people died. I, I I so survivors. I think that's why I didn't connect with it and and games like it, like even the Quantic Dream stuff uh, yeah, yeah. and the Telltale stuff. I I'm I was aware that decisions like had causation at the end, and I think that really affects how you like plan things. Like I love RPGs. Like I love like being the character and thinking about. Not what decision would I make, but what decision would the character make, and and things like that, and and not knowing the outcome, but with something like Mass Effect and and Telltale games and stuff like that, it's like, I I know whatever decision I make here is going to have an effect, so that that changes how I interact with it, and it's actually yeah. not an enjoyable experience for me. Yeah, I think I think that blindness that I had to it, uh, I think that really definitely helped me helped enjoy me. that, because yeah. that. Like, I've never had a better playthrough than that first playthrough, obviously. Yeah. And having come out with, like, and I had no, like, the, some of the characters I loved were the ones that died. Like, it wasn't that, uh, like, everyone I wanted to live lived. It was, like, really, I think, who lived for me? I think Miranda did. Mm -hmm. I think Jacob. Yeah, you wanted her to die so badly. I think that, yeah, yeah that happened to me. Like, like I, I wanted her to live because I actually did like Miranda. And yeah. uh, I was basically friendly friendly the whole way through again playing it like i know that this is going to have certain uh you know how it's going to play out how it ends is is based on my interactions right and all down to just one thing uh, one yeah. fucking decision right even though i was like friendly the whole way up one fucking decision and she dies as a character then and I think that's why I had such a bad time with the game. I was like, okay. this is bullshit. Because now it's not taking into account everything I've done. It's actually only taking yeah. into account one simple decision. Which is almost yeah. like some of the... like my that My experience with Detroit Become Human as well. I was like, actually, you know what? All the decisions I made up to this point don't matter. Only this one decision matters. So therefore, but sure, that's, it's pretending. That's nearly no different than Heavy Rain. You can do all those different decisions, but you can still get a drill into your chest and die by one silly mistake. Yeah, but yeah, that's how yeah, all that's, those games work. No, but the, like with Heavy Rain, it's a little different because it's it's like uh, your decisions are like within the moment, not necessarily the end, right? 
your decisions in the moment can save or kill your character right and saving or killing your character would then affect the end obviously but in the moment okay. it's like are you going to use a saw or are you going to like are you going to solder your hand are you going to like are you going to like those are in the moment decisions whereas what i'm talking about is like i'm building up a relationship with a character therefore this should be like on the scale of things it should be like we're friends right so one little shitty decision might go okay and then i can build it up again if i want or destroy it but that one decision pretty much went yeah yeah no fuck it she's dead she yeah yeah you know and it's like that's that's ridiculous that's not how like war the, the works ve- not war yeah, that's how people work not <laughs> not war i'm sorry eric but like when you're actually like building a friendship with someone it's not like oh uh we're not friends that means you're gonna die in this war that's not how fucking war works that's that's my point to you is that just because you're building friends with someone doesn't mean they're going to survive if they all right so So if i I made if i made the other decision if i made the other decision right (laughs) (laughs) if i had made the other decision where she is my she remains my friend she survives okay so uh, why does that happen then no, I actually no I get what Adam's saying I think it's a fair criticism I understand exactly what he's saying because it's like the bit I had a very strong relationship with Miranda as well and then there's a bit where she's getting on to Jack about Jack's fucking childhood and Jack has the most traumatic backstory that's the exact that conversation that I'm talking about that, tell Miranda to back off rightfully so because yeah. Miranda's being an absolute arsehole yeah. in that scene she then yeah. goes, well, you know what? That's it then. Me and you, we're done. We're not friends no more. And you're just like, yeah, and there's no, and you can't redeem it. If you try and talk to her to redeem it, you can't. It's written off. And that shouldn't be allowed. That's kind of like what people were giving out about the Mass Effect 3 ending, which yeah. is that not all the decisions you made all along the way affect that final decision. The final decision is its own thing. It never really bothered me, but I get why it bothers other people. So I, I, I get it. Yeah. I get why that would be annoying. Right. Annoyed me in some parts. Alright. Calm the fuck down every The place the PlayStation Christmas hoodie guys are getting out the Batman. I see how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. You shut the fuck you probably played on the fucking Xbox. I'll, I did as well. I did play yeah, on the Xbox. I played on the Xbox. I had a great time on it. But anyway, yeah, it was a really fond memory. I'm glad I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like families don't fight at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I was thinking last night as well? When yeah. I was watching, Good uh, talk. Good talk. Uh, <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> I'll see you guys at Christmas. When I was watching the uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. I was like, why haven't... Like, there's, there's so many movie and play adaptations of the Christmas Carol story. Yeah. Right? Why haven't they made a game of it? Uh, a game about Christmas Carol or a game about the Muppets? Oh, the Christmas Carol, not the Muppets. No, there is, there is a, a game yeah. about Muppets. Be class. There is, there is a game of, it's like a Nintendo DS version of Disney's, like a tie-in with the Disney movie, mm-hmm. a Christmas Carol. But like, I take a VR experience of the Christmas Carol, where you're Scrooge. Yeah, I don't know. Very interesting if it was tackled. Maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, like, how do you? Because it'd be a short experience, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it would be a short experience, but it's like, uh, yeah, if you tackle it well. But what's that mean? Like, who, who's your audience here? Is it kids? Because then adults probably won't like. I don't get into think. It. No, I don't think it should be aimed at kids. 
All right, like a like a R-rated Christmas Carol. Well, kind of like a tiny tiny Tim. He didn't just die. He was obliterated. Not necessarily. <laughs> no, I'm not thinking go doom on it. I'm thinking more. I I would I would have taught more in terms of maturity. I would have taught more like Last of Us One, right? Not yeah. like violent and shit, but just like it's mature. So I personally think based on the story. I think it'd be cool. I personally think there needs to be a Muppets video game, Kingdom Hearts style. Where you're going through the different universes. <laughs> Imagine Muppets, Treasure Island, the game. <laughs> do you get to play as Kermit, or do you? Oh no, you, you know what? Unlock the characters like Lego. No, you make you make you make your, your own Muppet. From and it has the yeah. it has the really fucking awkward like animation, like soundtrack, <laughs> <laughs> where it's like it's like obviously connected by string. And your strings could get caught in shit, so then you can't move. (laughs) (laughs) You got literally strung up. Yeah. Um, Like Chris trying to play a first-person game. Why can't I move? Oh, this brick is in my way. This corner. What's going on? You're staring. One thing I like about the the Muppets is like when they're doing films, like they're they're so obvious that they're in a movie, so they're always like. They they make fun of that fact, you know. Um, like there's the camera crew, or or like let me continue with the script, or whatever. Like they they always like so uh, their their attitude. What would their attitude be within a video game? I think could be like hilarious. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. That sounds funny and all. I was, there is going to be a cooking one with the Swedish chef or something like that. Didn't he show up at the he's game? In, uh, he's in Overcooked, but, uh, isn't it? That yeah. was my favorite moment at the Game Awards as well. Like that was so fucking funny. Are you serious? Yeah, I love the Swedish chef. I love the Swedish chef. He's um, but like it's like the way as a character, the way it like <laughs> didn't something go wrong? Oh yeah, his like thing fell off, or the, the head of the trophy fell off. It was like how he can like their improvisation is is brilliant. Oh the yeah, improv is the Muppets incredible. are fantastic. I don't know why we're spending this long talking about them. But <laughs> the I Muppets are serious. amazing, Chris. I was being serious when I said I think a Christmas Carol could be a really interesting game. Well, but you may have been serious, but I didn't take it seriously. I was being serious, <laughs> yeah, but no, it's interesting though because there's like obviously games we play at Christmas time, right? And they make great yeah. Christmas experiences. But like a Christmas movie is a genre in and of itself, which is just like a, a movie based around Christmas time. There aren't really like Christmas games, are there? Oh, there's like, like games you yeah, play. Christmas Frozen. Christmas. Frozen. You know, is that not a Christmas thing? I've never seen Frozen, oh, so I don't, I, I don't know. Frozen is not necessarily set at Christmas. Christmas is a good time to release it because of the snow magic that she has, but it's I not. I think there's like definitely going to be Christmas games. They're just not like, you know, definitely they're not aimed at you. They're not on your radar. They're not on your platform. I'd say there was like a buttload on the Nintendo 3DS. Well, actually, I guess actually, fucking Spider-Man Miles Morales is pretty good. Quite Christmassy. Christmas game. It's got the Christmas season in it, and came out for the holidays, and yep. it's got family vibes in it. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. That and um, Arkham Origins. The Grinch. I don't remember the Grinch game. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go? What did so you do with that? H. <laughs> it's it's an old game, like old, old, old. Right. I think what, it could have like, been. Was it like Metal Gear Solid style? We have to sneak in <laughs> to steal the presents. Yeah, actually. And then you get caught. <laughs> <laughs> and then who people have like exclamation marks over their heads and shit. Yeah, I think That'd it was that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was on. It was on PlayStation One. It was like I and, and 
Yeah, it was actually like that. You do have to go and <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Really? But it was a, it was like um I would say <laughs> visually and not necessarily how it like in terms of the angle and stuff like that it was a bit like Spyro. You know, you're running around oh. who like as the Grinch. Um one thing actually, right? But it was go. actually made by Konami. It wow. was a Konami game, so I was yeah. really bit joking, of, like I didn't metal gear in there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so you know in Grinch, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So Grinch set at Christmas. Whoville is on a snowflake, right? Yeah. And they celebrate Christmas every year. Yeah. Do they like do they only live for as long as the snowflake is falling? Or like is no, for them think. are they are they living <laughs> For them, is that like millions of years of evolution when that snowflake is falling? Or are they just like, oh yeah, here's Christmas for this one day that we have. Like how, that just, that part bugged me. Because I was like, at some point, that's going to hit the ground. <laughs> and their so entire unreal. world is going to shatter. That bugged you? <laughs> well, what that about and... other other uh, stems of the snowflake? Or what about all the other snowflakes? What kind of worlds live in them? Exactly. Yeah. There should be a... Kind of like when I was watching The Nightmare Multiverse. Before Christmas. I'm like... Oh, but what about the other doors? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When are we going to get the the sequels when he goes to Easter and stuff? Is it <laughs> is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Yes. Yes. Uh, it's it's November. I do watch them. Yeah, I watch it on both. I love that one. That's a really good. Um, that's a good Christmas film. There's I there's nothing about it that I can fault. Is well, nice. actually, what um. Obviously, we mentioned some movies earlier that we watch at Christmas time, but they're not necessarily Christmas yeah. movies. What, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Or what? 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 Is, is there any that come to no, mind? No, is that just a film that has a theme, Christmas. or does it have to be released around Christmas? But usually, the, usually, the, usually I, you know what a Christmas, Christmas movie is. Christmas you know, it's Christmas themed yeah. usually. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you know, because Die Hard was released I think in July or something, but that's Christmas themed. Yeah, Die Hard is officially a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, I like uh, Die Hard. I don't know yeah. if it'd be my favorite Christmas movie, if I'm honest, because I, I, I would I, categorize it as an action movie more than a Christmas movie. See, yeah, I don't really. I'm not the biggest fan of Christmas movies. Fucking I don't hell. think I ever have been. Ah, humbug! You're, uh, you're gonna, just I got no games at Christmas, and I hate movies, and I don't and like my family. Don't like my family. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, humbug! I I think it's. I suppose I'm getting Christmas. cold this year. <laughs> Nightmare yeah, Before yeah. Christmas for me. Yeah, it's a good one. I don't know, like, do you ever go back and look at Home Alone? Like, that kid is a dick. And that's how really is a to, dick. Um, I've been trying to get, um, I've been it's, trying to, it's like, oh, okay, actually, I really enjoy watch Home, Home Alone. Alone. Like, Pagan just won't watch it. I don't know why. But I, I like, won't watch it either. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen it in so fucking long. And I, yeah, I, I remember really it being a great movie, but I, 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 and I think I would really enjoy it. But I just can't stomach that tarantula. Oh yes, watch the second one then. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that one as well. Not as much as the, I think the first one is better. It's got mm. a better um, vibe. Second overall. one, I think, uh, it's it's good for like, almost like Ghostbusters two. It's like yeah. surprisingly good for a sequel. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it actually, it's a really good comparison. Um, <clears throat> Ghostbusters, they're great. I I always loved. Um, and I actually went looking for it the other day, but none of the streaming services had it because I was like, ah, this is a fun one. Let's throw it on. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. It's a great Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you 
there's something about when Arnold Schwarzenegger just started doing family movies. That it's so weird, but he's oddly entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I always I really enjoyed that film. Um, and plus, it it really captures sort of the what we were talking about earlier. I think the the difficulty of trying to get the thing that everyone wants. Mm. And then the stress that it causes. <laughs> Tur- turbo, yeah. The PS5 currently is the new Turbo, turbo Man. Yeah. yeah, PS5 absolutely. is Turbo Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy that I got my Turbo Man. Yeah, yeah, same. Woo! It's so big. It's so much bigger than the PS4. But that disc thing annoys me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I was actually genuinely about to put it in wrong and went, nope, wait, hold on. Turn this around. It is awkward, isn't it? It doesn't feel right. But yeah. you know what's funny? Instead of us holding it backwards, just in our hand like this, we all go. Uh. <laughs> That's because of how you take it out, though. I know. Yeah, you take it yeah. out that way, and then you go. Like, oh, uh. <laughs> I'm trying, no, I... trying to get it as well. It's hard. <laughs> That's fucking funny, though. But it is. It is odd. It's like. It's been even advertised vertically. No, no one is going to put it. Well, I suppose they, they imagine everyone's TV unit will only allow it to. Yeah. Why did they make it so big? <laughs> and even the shape of it, it just doesn't wouldn't look right if it uh, if you put it sideways. I don't think so, but I think some people like it that way. I don't mm-hmm. you know. I, I prefer it vertically. I think it just it just looks. It just looks nicer. It looks cool. So it before kind of yeah, football. before we come to the end of this this episode, then. Uh, as you could tell, as it went down, the brothers it seemed to go like from really fond to pretty fond to not so fond. <laughs> 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 Memories of gaming at Christmas. But uh, is there a game that you're hoping to play this Christmas, or one that you're looking forward to? Hmm. It could be replaying, by the way. It's okay, Eric, if it's a game you already have. <laughs> well. And I don't play Christmas Day either. It's the whole season. <laughs> okay, well, that phase then, well, I have it. So Demon Souls is one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I didn't really get to play much of it yesterday. And I won't actually get much to play today either. Uh, but that and uh, maybe Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Mm, quite. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get much uh, gaming in. Um, I might try and just see. Well, I, I, I'm wanting to get more Astros, uh, rescue mission. Mm-hmm. I want to try get more VR in basically over Christmas. Yeah. Because uh, the thing is with VR, you can't just like jump in. It's a bit. There's a bit of a setup, like to get things set up mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. You have to be really in the in the mood and moment to to play it. So with the more time, then hopefully some more VR. I'm sure that's no problem for you. You were able to, I don't know how, but spend hours playing bug snacks. So I think you will find a way. <laughs> bug snacks, yeah. Game of the year. That's a funny game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you know actually? Did you know that uh, PlayStation um, and a time of recording, I believe tonight is the deadline for when it's over. But PlayStation have their own little voting thing for for game awards, and they had seventeen different categories. I voted on it there last night. All right, no, um, but, but it was cool because they had like they had options for every category, but then they had one option on all of them, which was other, and you could type in a game that you feel has been left out of the category, and you could vote for that, which I thought was right. really cool. So like, 
Yeah, just type in if Ghost Tsushima is missing, like even if it doesn't apply to it, it's say yeah, it's like best mobile game, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Everywhere. I run around dressed as a samurai, and therefore I am mobile playing that game. But I'm actually looking forward to playing that again this Christmas, which is what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to do New Game Plus uh, on the PS5. I haven't got to play on the PS5 yet. Oh, and I hope it's very good on PS5. Yeah. 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 Is it like not, so not fast? Yeah, it's not necessarily the visual. It's just the the frame rate is a, a solid sixty FPS, like it never dips. Um, so it's just like super super smooth. It looks great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, and probably as well to finish off the Legend Story mode. I think that'd be that'd be fun. So I'm hoping to do that as well. But those are our plans for this Christmas in terms of gaming, unless something surprises us. Um, it could. Who knows. And then also those are some of our fonder Christmas gaming memories. So if you haven't watched us on YouTube and you have stuff you'd like to add to the conversation, whether it's stuff you're looking forward to playing or stuff that you remember getting at Christmas at some point, it doesn't have to be video games. I remember very fond memories as well of getting like Lego sets and building that. And that's always a fun one as well at Christmas time. But jump into the comments and let us know what your fond Christmas gaming memories are or favorite Christmas movies or anything Christmas related. Uh, and we get into the spirit of things. If you listen to us on audio platforms, you can get in touch with social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Brothers Take again to let us know some of your fond Christmas memories. Um, if you haven't as well, it would be a great help to us. We'd really appreciate it if you enjoyed this episode to give it a like, hit subscribe, and click the notification bell and uh, show us some support. We'd like. And if you think others would enjoy the getting in on the conversation as well as to share it. Oh yeah, big time. Share it like a present. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is our gift to the up. world. Yeah. <laughs> um, as well, I think uh, you know it's not even fair to say that. We want to wish everyone a merry Christmas. Uh, we hope you have a good one. Happy right. holiday. Yeah, everyone Happy holidays deserves it after this year. Yeah. Happy holidays. Oh, yeah. Everyone deserves it. This year was shite. Okay. So if you yeah. uh, yeah. Oh, good. Happy whatever it is you celebrate. Have a good one. And we will talk to you guys <laughs> next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.